The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Messy Mike. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in rainy Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we each week we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around the pit. As always, I'm joined by Messy Mike. What's going on? Oh, same old pal, same old, same old. Yeah? Yeah, how are you? Good, how was your Easter? Quiet. Quiet? Nice and quiet. Yeah. Can't say the same for myself. Yeah? Where'd you go? <laughs> oh, we went to my sister's house, um, and then we went to my wife's um, parents' house. So they have a big gathering over there. Uh, my sister had a good-sized gathering, but... Of course, they asked me to bring all the hams. So I did four hams, um, and uh, they actually came out great. I did two spiral hams, one half ham, and then one ham, I'd say, uh, shank. I mean, it was a big, big ham. Um, and I actually used Malcolm Reed's uh, technique. So we did, um, we did, before the cook, we coated it in brown sugar. Um, nothing crazy, just coated in brown sugar, but mixed the brown sugar with, um, killer hogs rub. Cause that's what I had. So the AP, yeah, the all purpose. Yep. Mixed it in, um, <clears throat> coated it with honey mustard Dijon, um, for the coat, put the brown sugar and the rub on, smoked it to about 140. uh, took it out, was wrapped it in foil, but before wrapped in foil, I basted it in pineapple juice. Um, then I wrapped it up, put it back in the smoker and then about one, I'd say like 155, um, I took it out, unwrapped it, and then I just coated it with brown sugar. Just coated the whole thing, put it back in, um, you know, let the brown sugar caramelize, and then took it out at like 160, you know, and then went to Cambro and we traveled with it. Nice. Yeah, it turned out awesome. And again, I have no freaking pictures because yeah. <laughs> everything I do is like, you know, when can I do this the latest possible second? Oh, yeah. You know you had to leave somewhere. So it was like, okay, if I throw, we're leaving at 10 o'clock. If yep. I throw these on mm. at 6 o'clock, I can be done at 9.30, wrap them in the thing, and out the door I go. 100%. Yeah, 100%. that's pretty much it. Yeah. Nice, yep. nice, nice. Yep. So what's on the agenda today? On the agenda today, we are going to talk about that brisket I did the other day. Yep. And then we are finally, I would like to consider it officially around here, barbecue season. Yes. You know? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> like like to think so anyway. But um wasn't that bad of a winter though. It really wasn't. Wasn't bad, it was mild. So you could have been barbecuing all year round, you know, this year. Yeah. Um but we're gonna give some tips. Well, you know, we don't stop. No. You know, I got sidelined because of surgery and all that stuff, so I, all my stuff got all messed up. But, but yeah, do a quick little – emphasize the importance of having a checklist to get going. Yep. Because the last thing you want to do is you want to get excited about your first smoke and first cook of the year, and all of a sudden you're three hours into it and, oh, crap. 
I need this. I, I need this. this. And there ain't nobody around that can run to the store for you. And so I was thinking we would go over a little bit of that. Okay. Then. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. We, um, if I can. Can you actually find that? I post? can. And uh, we'll run from there. Yes. But we, uh, we'd like to give a quick announcement out to all our listeners of a, a friend of ours that I went to school with. I don't know if you know him, but a friend of mine, um, Kevin yours, Chris Crawdaddy Crawford, if you can find it. Oh. It's our friend Brandon Keeley. His nephew has been diagnosed with, unfortunately, has been diagnosed with cancer. So if you can give me that, I appreciate it. It is called Mason's Army Fight Leukemia. Community fundraiser, come show your support at the American Legion at 6 Sergeant Road in Londonderry, New Hampshire. Obviously, you hate to hear anything like this, especially with a child. And BK has been a great friend of ours for years. I've known him a long time since we were kids with the different sports and everything. But they're doing a great thing with our friends at New England Pitmasters, which is one that Kevin and Chris run. Mm-hmm. And it is going to be Saturday, June 22nd, like I said, at the American Legion in Londonderry, New Hampshire, from 1 to 5 p.m. It's going to be barbecue, music, and raffles. And they got some really good raffles, too. And do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and good barbecue. And a good, and good barbecue, barbecue too. Yes. But yep. you can find it at www.facebook.com. Is that? I can never get them right. Is that forward slash? Forward slash. Forward slash Mason's Army. M-A-S-O-N-S. A-R-M-Y forward slash. Yep. And if I can... If you can make a donation. You know, make a donation. There are tickets available, which I can't see right now. But all that information will be on that, on that website, mm-hmm. facebook.com forward slash Mason's Army forward slash. You can uh, donate or buy tickets to the fundraiser. Uh, like I said, BK is a great kid. Nothing but hot, and um, like I said, it, it, it's heartbreaking to hear this stuff, especially when it ha- happens to a young kid. Oh, yeah. you, you, do, you don't want to hear it, and the, there needs to be come to there an end of this cure. stuff. There needs to be a cure for this stuff, yep. so please help these guys out at New England Pit Masters and Brandon Keeley and um, his nephew Mason. Strong kid, man. You know, these kids are stronger than you think fighting this stuff because they don't know any better. Mm-hmm. You know, so you guys, all our listeners, help these guys out. It's going to be a great, uh, great event. Hopefully, I can pull something off that I can get there myself. Yeah, and uh, take care of that. But yeah, hit them guys up, Mason's Army. That's the way way to go. We're asking you guys all to to reach out for them. Either buy a ticket or at least donate. Chip in, yeah. Chip in. Let, let's let's end this stuff for the kids. But um, show them the love. Show them the love. Absolutely, barbecue family. Barbecue, that, that's what it comes down to. It always comes down to the barbecue family, and everybody's in here. To, we're all in it together. Mm-hmm. So anything anybody can do to help out would be greatly appreciated. Um, but 
<coughs> on other notes, the brisket. Oh my God, did it come out great! I saw pictures. Saw, saw pictures. pictures. You know, not, it was nothing special. I got the full pack. I picked it up at Walmart of all places. Yeah, they had it was um, choice. Okay. You know, so you know, it wasn't prime, no. but it wasn't but again, select either. Again, a pitmaster's job is to make big pieces of meat delicious. Absolutely, That's all our job is. Yeah, whether you know what kind of meat it is, you still have to make it delicious. So hands down, keep going. So yeah, so I did that. When was it? Easter this weekend. So it would have been last weekend. I think so. Yeah. Well, so I'm give yeah. a give a take, and I. We had some pictures of it on the thing, but oh my god! Now, did you put it on Saturday night, Friday? Night? I put it on Friday night. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know, figuring it was going to be at least, you know, fifteen, sixteen hour cook anyway. Mm-hmm. So I threw it on Friday night, and man, did I feel like you, brother! I got home from dinner and everything. We had gone out with the kids and my father. Got home, started trimming everything up, and got it all rubbed up, ready to go. And all you could think about at dinner was, I just want to get home I to that brisket. Home and do this brisket. <laughs> I was dreaming of it all damn week. And uh, I even took Saturday off, so I had planned on doing this. This was going down, Jack. Brisket so, weekend. Yeah. So I got home, trimmed everything up, seasoned everything, rubbed it all down with beautiful Can I, rights rub. Is this opened? I don't. I don't know. Can I? I mean, can oh, I yeah. just taste it? Oh, it's fantastic! Because I've had the all-purpose, which that's is amazing. Dan Wright's Right Rub Beef Lovers Blend. All right, live it, on it the is, show. I'm tasting. It is outstanding. It's a ton of flavor, yeah. not overpowering. A little kick. A little bit of kick, but it is savory as all get out. You know, he did a fantastic job on it. And, uh, yeah. So that's what I did it with. So I got out. What? Nothing. Okay. I was going to, I was, I was, You're I was going push to your say, microphone yeah, I was going to put my I microphone back. Um, I would hit, and only because I like, so I would hit the brisket or whatever I'm doing with that first. I would hit it with salt. The brisket was salt first. Yeah. Then throw that on. That's what I did. And that was just... Salt and pepper, then hit it with yep. that. Oh, yeah. So then it was time. So let that Ooh. set up a little bit. Real kicky. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's got a, it's got a Texas it's got kick a bite to it. Yeah. to it. That's for sure. But we got out, went out, fired up the pit. Ready to go. It's, it's floating nice, 250, blah, blah, blah. Went back inside, grabbed a platter. As soon as I hit the door... Put it on. It starts snowing. It starts raining. Oh, that was it. Yep. Sleeting. Sleeting. Yep. I'm like, oh, figures. Here we go. So I, I, don't, I don't think up. you were saying, oh, figures. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> figures. Oh, it started with. It started with. It started with an F. Yep. You can gesture it with a finger. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Oh man, did that make for you? Want to talk about your temperatures? That throwing it all out of whack. And it was just back and forth. I burnt through charcoal, you know, because the temperature it was it was sixty five during the day. During the day yeah. It dropped to thirty degrees that night, 
with the snow, the rain, the sleet, everything. Yeah. Then the next day it was jacking back up. It was up probably to fortunate that you had twelve thousand bags of charcoal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. sir. Yeah, he used fifteen. <laughs> absolutely worked out well. But yeah, you want to talk, and, and that's the thing. Because the big question you get a lot, especially with people with barbecue, well, how long does this? T- how long does it take to cook? Till you cook done. it till it's done. <coughs> what does that mean? How long till it's done? Correct. I mean, you can give you, you can, can give, give a approximates pot. and stuff like that, but it's basically, I mean, a thermometer, yeah. you know, or a feel if you've been doing it long enough. Um, but again, yeah, it, it we don't know your smokers, you know, and a smoker is is honestly like a baby. You know, yeah. we've, we've said it before. You need to know that smoker in and out and treat it well, and it will treat you well. So, yeah, yeah again, like we can give approximates, but again, it, you know, it's done when it's done. Oh, yeah, yes. like I said, yep. I, I banked on a 15-hour cook anyway. Yep. You know, and then, well, then sometimes you hit a dreaded stall. Exactly. You tell people, stall mm-hmm. Oh, it's definitely going to be done in an hour. Yep. And then two hours later, you're saying, yep, soon now. It's still coming. Yeah. yeah. It's still coming. And that's why I always, um, even with catering, I I don't care what, what time, the, well, I do care what time the event is, but I always want to do stuff ahead of time. You know, I got Cambros, I got coolers. I don't want to, I never want to cut things close. Um, you know, except if I'm delivering food for family and stuff and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. let's do it. But always do it ahead of time because you always have coolers, you know, wrap it in blankets or just throw it in a cooler. Um, and that there's your resting period. And I will always say it. Start it off, you know, give yourself time because there might be a stall. You might need something. You might run into something. Um, so just, you know, always do it ahead of time because you got the warming needs of, of coolers or Cambros. Yeah. So yeah. Good. So so I fought all through the night with it. Finally, the more I could, I was never so happy to see the sun, because I knew that everything was going to start evening out, and it wound up till about f- about four four thirty. So it wound up being like an eighteen and a half hour cook. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see the sunrise? Oh yeah. Isn't that like the best feeling? Not that morning. Uh, well, I, actually, uh, yeah, that morning it was the best feeling because I knew the temperatures were okay. going to start jacking back up again. Maybe it's all the time I'm barbecuing, but, like, it's like you ha- you get your coffee. Um, sometimes you'll have a beer, whatever, depending on the, the party. Oh, that morning. I was, on, <laughs> I was on the whiskey that but morning. <laughs> there's just something about, like, you seeing the dew on the on the grass, and, you know, I always wonder where the hell it came from. Yeah. But it's just a good feeling. Go ahead. Sorry. But, yeah, <laughs> it was. It was beautiful. Took it out about one six. Took it off about one sixty five. Yep. Wait a minute. Did I? I don't know. You cooked it. Took it off one sixty five to wrap. Okay. So wrapped it up, threw it back on, brought it up to about two o five. Finally pulled it, cut the point, make burnt ends out of that. Packed it up like you said. Wrapped it up tight, threw it in a cooler, the flat. Mm-hmm. Let. For the resting period, then just cut that point up to little cubes. Added some, added hit it, hit some more of the beef lovers blend. Yeah, and then the, then drizzled some of the uh, his peach chipotle barbecue okay. sauce on that. Wrapped that back up in a foil. Threw it back on for about another hour, and oh my god, it was the definition of meat candy. Nice, you know, they were nice, beautifully caramelized. Perfect. But yeah, that was that was the brisket. 
but oh, I, like, I feel like I'm on the dueling comedians. Dueling. <laughs> yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna stop for a quick uh, commercial break, and uh, we'll be right back. Barbecue fans, if you're hankering for some meat when you're on the go, I'd like you to try Two Guys Beef Jerky. It's smokehouse cilantro beef jerky with fresh cilantro and a classic blend of spices and flavors. This smokehouse cilantro jerky will quickly become one of your favorites. One bite of this amazing jerky and you'll be hooked. A three-ounce bag sells for $8 and will sell you three bags for just $19.98. That's a 20% savings, but that's not all. For our Pit Life Barbecue listeners out there, we've got a special just for you. We'll throw in a bag of our bacon jerky free. This is fiery, sriracha-style bacon jerky, and it's addictive, and it's absolutely free. Three bags of beef jerky and a bag of bacon jerky for just $19.98. That's a $12 savings right there, and that's still not all. Order now and put BBQ as your coupon code, and we'll even pick up the shipping. Go to twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Put three beef jerkies in your cart and put the coupon code BBQ and we'll automatically include a free bacon jerky and cover the shipping costs. Twoguys.com slash jerky. That's the number twoguys.com slash jerky. Three bags of the best beef jerky you ever tasted. It's one bag of the addictive bacon jerky and free shipping on the whole order. Order today because this offer expires soon. Twoguys.com slash jerky. And we are back. And I'd like to thank for the <laughs> for the beef jerky. And we actually have right here one of the one of the bags of the smokehouse cilantro. Where the hell is it? There we go. Do my and it, glare? It's it is absolutely delicious. The bacon one's fantastic too. You know, in the bacon it's the sriracha bacon. Yep. yep. And you know, the and they're picking up shipping. And they're picking up shipping. So Four I wonder. Bags. So I wonder if. So, Ryan, <laughs> I wonder if they'll pick up shipping to the UK. <laughs> Probably not on that one. Which, which, you can try it. So, you can Ryan, try. if you want to try some beef jerky. We're not promising try anything. Try it out. <laughs> and let us know. <laughs> Kent just called me a windbag. Okay. <laughs> hey, Kent. I thought you were talking Kent a little too much today. Kent, well, it was between Chef and <laughs> Chef wanted to know what we were talking about. Um, so what we are going to talk about is prepping for the upcoming barbecue season. Yep. I know chef, I'm going to stop you right there that there is no end to prepping for barbecue season. He's in Texas. It never ends. Well, we don't stop either, but in the Northeast, unfortunately, a lot of people do. So, and I don't know why they do that. Are they not set up? To go outside for two seconds in the wintertime? Or, I mean, why do people stop grilling, even in the winter? It's a mind thing. It's the snow, it's the ice, it's the cold weather. You'd rather be inside, warmed so, up. That's that, you know. So they're crock-potting stuff. Crock-pot of chili with beans, yep, you know. Yep, one-pot meals. Nothing yet on the bean comment, but that's all right. <laughs> It'll come. But, yeah, that type of stuff. You know, obviously, you and I and a couple of the other guys, we go all year round. But you don't want to get your first cook planned out, and all of a sudden, you're running out of something. So every year, whether or you got the black smoke coming because you haven't done shit all winter. Haven't done anything. Like I'll do it. You know, start of the next season. 
Yep. So the, f- the first thing I always do, especially, you know, with my Oklahoma Joe, I take like a, um, what is it, paint, like a paint, paint scraper. scraper. Yep. And just go on the inside, mm-hmm. you know, because you get that carbon built up on the hood and all that. You know, scrape that off. The last thing you want to do is have it slip, the the door slip, drop, and all of a sudden this stuff is falling all over your food. So just scrape that off. Scrape the inside. Get any excess grease or anything that might be there. Then hit the firebox. I like to take a, um, just a shop vac. Mm-hmm. Just hit that up. You know, get, get it nice. Make any modifications you might want to do. Kent turned me on to a, a great one, especially with the Oklahoma Joe. Highlander, it's this um, one of our friends. He has a YouTube channel, Meat Cranium. Mm-hmm. He did a mod that the firebox comes with two plates that you can grill on if you want. Okay, wrap them in foil, mm-hmm. and you can put them in almost to like a deflector from the firebox. Because with the Oklahoma Joe's, you the one thing is you do get. Fluctuation in temperature from the right side next to the firebox to the left. Mm-hmm. This blocks the firebox. So you put one, lean it on its side up against oh, yeah, the yeah, hole, yeah, yeah. and then the other one, and it kicks everything so all the heat's coming up in the middle and evenly dispersing. Yep. So I wound up doing that. It worked out fantastic. Yeah, I did that with the Meadow Creek. Yeah. I had that weld, that plate welded at an angle Yeah, just because it's right over the firebox. Yeah. So. Kent had yep. actually did one, too. He made his own because mm-hmm. that you know that's what he does. Right. I don't weld, Kent. I wish I did. I'd, I'd love to know how to weld. Uh, it would save With me so beans, much money. With beans, you're not. See, I told you there was going to be a bean comic coming in there. You know, in here, you know, Mike Jordan, he said he never stops either. You know, he's out in Michigan. Yep. So, you know, the weather out there can get crazy the too, yeah, you yeah. know. But, yeah, you know, some people stop, some people don't. Yep. But that big thing is you want to be prepared. So every year, regardless of how I've been doing it, I always take a day and I reseason everything. Mm-hmm. Scrape everything out, get that fire rolling, get that all the temperatures up, burn anything that might be out, do my kettles too the same way. Now do you but do wear anything? shitty clothes? Oh wear shitty clothes fucking, because it gets Oh I'm sorry, dirty. excuse me. But and big gloves. Big gloves, yes. And expect to throw the gloves just away. Yeah, just throw them out. <laughs> yeah. One shot, one stop. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, your Oklahoma Joe is basically the same as the Meadow Creek. Yeah. Um, just Meadow Creek's on a larger scale. Um, I always try and just, my firebox is usually always cleaned out um, after every single cook because um, I was replacing grates and baskets. So because I was keeping the charcoal in there, it was eating up the grates and the baskets. So And it holds that ash just sucks in the moisture, yeah. so you're just sitting there, so and it's just killing. I'm like, you know what? I'm like, screw this. I'm, you know, I'm gonna clean out, clean it out every after every cook. You know, sometimes it's a pain in the ass, but and I found out that I haven't had to replace a basket, you know, at all so far. Um, but yeah, I'll do the same thing. I'll take a paint scraper. Um, sometimes I'll even take a, a roof shovel and um, just you know take the racks out, scrape the bottom of it, uh, scrape the top of it. Look at all the welds, um, you know, check all, the, check all the welds, make sure they're tight. I have screws that keep the lid tight and the firebox tight, so I, I check all that stuff. Um, and then I'll usually give it a nice coat of paint as well before each season. And uh, 
you know, just to make it look nice. Um, and that also gets, gets you in the mind frame too. Like, Oh, I got a, I got a new grill. Let's go. So I'll give it a nice, um, paint job with some high heat paint. Um, and again, I'll season it as well with, uh, you know, cooking oil. Um, or I've actually been using, um, bacon grease. So because I have so much bacon grease Ooh. that I'll just rub it on a towel and just rub the towel on and then I'll just, I'll season it that way. But yeah. And then my old hickory, um, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll, you know, I'll open it up, um, take the racks out. I'll usually just power wash the racks. And and at the same time, the Meadow Creek and the old hickory. Watch where your fingers are going. You might get burned. Excuse here, me. Um, <laughs> I'm over a tarp. Yes. So I'll put I'll roll the old hickory o- over onto a tarp. Same thing with Meadow Creek. Um, and with the old hickory, I'll power wash the inside. And then I'll take a scraper to it. Uh, I'll check the fans, um, you know, see if they need any replacement. Um, and then, you know, just check the connections, check the, the firebox in there. Uh, but, I mean, if you're using them all the time, it's just every two weeks, you know, depending on how much you're using them, um, you know, two weeks to a month or whatever, depending on use, they last. You know, it's a smoker. So now the smokers and the grills are seasoned up. They're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Where are you going next? Where am I going next? Yeah. Uh, to answer that question, me, I'll give you your answer. Okay. You're going back inside. What? You're going in because you got to go into the cabinets. Yeah. To see what you have for spices. You're gonna need what you, you got to see what you got for rubs, spices, sauces, sauces yep. spices. Hopefully you, know, you have some messy mic sauces. Hopefully some messy mics. Little Dan Wright's beef lovers brand, and also you need some cilantro beef jerky for yes, the snacking. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Um, but, you know, make sure you have that. Yes. You're not to whatever you are low on, replenish your stock on, you know, everything you use on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. Because I will say that pisses me off when you're like, oh, all right, let's go. You go into the cabinet. And, I mean, I always have stuff, but I don't always want to use that stuff. Yeah. You know, I want something different. So, all right, I know I, you know, I, know I got this from someplace at some point. I go in there, nothing in there. I'm like, you shitting me? Where'd it go? Yeah. So now you're like, what can I make for a rub? Yeah. You know, go in the spice cabinet. What do I have? You're going off, and now you're pissed because you're, the, pl- the cook you had planned in your head is already out of, out of whack. Yep. yep. You know, so go take inventory of your rubs, your sauces, your spices. Yeah, and your wood and your charcoal, too. <laughs> Johnny's got it. Don't get ahead. Don't get ahead of yourself there. <laughs> yeah, Johnny See? doesn't need to Everyone take inventory. Everyone made fun of me this <laughs> winter when I went charcoal happy. I want to know when that when your surplus is done. All um, I know is I am upset. Kent has taken the lead. What? Oh, yeah. Kent's sitting on about 500 pounds worth of charcoal <laughs> as of the other week when we, we spoke. He goes... Just got another score. I go, you bastard. Is he making it himself? Oh, no. <laughs> He's got connections out there. Ah. He's got connections. Yeah, you're sitting on about, on about 500, nuggets? 500 pounds worth of charcoal. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm jealous. But, yeah, you need to make sure you got enough fuel for the cook that you're going through. Yeah. Johnny, don't you have to make sure you have some dead animal flesh? You know, the star of the show? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. important, too, That's right? important. So, you know, you got the, got the freezer stocked up. Mm-hmm. But that's a process all on its own. <laughs> you know, you build that up on, you know, the, man- the old manager special. You know, throw it right in the freezer, you're good to or go. Or if you're a hunter, you do it yourself. Or you do it yourself. Yep. You know, nothing like a f- freezer full of deer and elk and moose. Nope. 
Never yeah. had it, but oh, it's I delicious. bet there's nothing like it. It's delicious. <laughs> nothing like some black sup- son of a bitch. See? And you did put it down. No. 620 pounds. He's sitting on 620 now. Pounds. He must have got is a it, new he it, must have got a new score the last week without me knowing. Ken, is it all lump? I think he's got a mix. Okay. Of lump. And and Mike Jordan, uh hopefully um you got in contact with the um number I gave you the other night. So hopefully you guys have connected um and I was able to help you out. Wow. Sounds mysterious. Oh yeah, we were in a huge we were in a good conversation the other day. I popped back. I popped in, looked at it again. And I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't write that. <laughs> I go, when did you? And I, and I wrote, when did you jump in? <laughs> and our friend Mike Jordan, he's all confused because I've been here the whole time. I go, no, not you, Mike, because <laughs> yeah. I knew he was in. Because I'm Mike. <laughs> both shows up on the Pit Life Barbecue. It doesn't come in as Mike or Johnny. So it gets a little confusing from time. You think I should jump in on that too? <laughs> oh, yeah. absolutely. We'll throw a <laughs> real mess with people monkey wrench and- <laughs> in it. <laughs> But yeah, get to make sure you know you got your meat stocked up. Get your fuel, charcoal, your wood, yep, all the different flavors or whatever. You know, I I get a lot of my stuff up at Bass Pro Shop because mm-hmm. they got this, you know, ten pound bags or whatever, ten fifteen pound bags of all the different flavors. You know, reasonably priced for those size bags, about eight to ten bucks per, depending on which one it is. Yep. You know, so you have all that ready. Have your charcoal ready. Go through your, you know, all your tools, your utensils. Make sure your knives are sharp. Get ready. Nothing like trying to cut into something and, no. you know. And make sure, I mean. You couldn't, you, you couldn't cut butter if you sit, sat there and heated the thing up. Make sure you have gloves. Because the, the heat gloves, your, your food gloves, I mean, there's nothing worse than going to take something out of the smoker. And I have nothing to take it out of the smoker with. Mm-hmm. So now you're upstairs trying to get as many spatulas as you can, you know. Oh, and, and, and with the glove, Kent, he did a video the other day, um, beef ribs. And he, he emphasized the importance of gloves. He goes, you know, have your gloves on. And yep. he comes back, goes, sure enough, emphasize gloves. He went in there and, whoop, caught the tip. You know, you just throw another glove on, you're good, you're good to go. But, yeah, just. just but, the, but the, that's why I use the cotton gloves. Because if you use those cotton gloves and they come in like packs of 12 or whatever and they're yeah. cheap, they're heat gloves, and then you put the food-safe glove on top of those, now the food-safe glove's not going to really puncture because you got those cotton underneath. gloves underneath. Yeah, It's going to suck. If you do cut yourself, Yep. you know, just like the compet- rib competition when we had up the smutty nose oh, when, I you, sliced when you. you butchered me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right in between the It was the like fingers. a scene at a fri- oh. Friday the 13th. No, it was like Goodfellas. Like <laughs> <laughs> Get your shine box. <laughs> you know, but, but basically make a checklist for yourself yep. and go through it right before your first cook. Oh, yeah. Make sure you're ready to go. Yep. And I have actually, um, if you anybody wants it. You had posted something great today on the. Oh, the do's and don'ts. The do's and don'ts yep. of a barbecue. And I actually have a, um, I have a competition checklist. So if anybody wants that. Just email, um, send us an email, and um, I can shoot out the, the competition checklist. You know, might have a little more, but it's perfect for any barbecue enthusiast that's, you know, just making sure that they're prepared. Yeah. But that that was the basics of it. Make sure you're prepared for the season. Mm-hmm. All your spices and rubs and sauces, equipment, make sure everything's up to the par. Thermometers, so, make sure that they're all calibrated. Yeah. 
just so your first Batteries. cook goes smooth. Mm-hmm. And then you're, after that, you're rolling on through. So uh, you got anything else? I am good. You are good. Yeah. Well, tomorrow night, I have been, well, we were invited, but you are at lacrosse practice I am with the softball, kids. Softball, lacrosse. and all that. Yeah. I am going to be joining our friend Steve Ray on his show Stevie tomorrow Ray. night. The Owl's Nest Barbecue Show, which you can catch at 7 o'clock tomorrow night, right on Facebook, on the Owl Nest Barbecue Facebook page. And all I ask is if I can go on Steve Ray's show by myself once. <laughs> Bring that so up I- to him, man. I'm not Steve. I I'm can't just speak kidding. to just kidding. Steve. Go ahead. But, uh, <laughs> but I'll be on there tomorrow night talking barbecue with, with Steve and neighbor Frank. We'll be talking. Who knows? Oh, It'll be a good time. Of- but yeah, catch me there tomorrow night on the that's the Owls Nest Barbecue Show on Facebook at the Owls Nest page. Seven PM. Seven PM. And like you said, that that event with New England Pitmasters. June twenty second. June twenty second. Catch that um, that Facebook link. The American Legion in Londonderry. American Legion in Londonderry. If for some reason you guys can't get in touch with them, get in touch with me or Mike, and we'll put you in contact with Kevin and Chris. Mm-hmm. And they can uh, help you out with tickets or t- tell you where you can go for a donation. But it's a great cause. Mm-hmm. Fight children's cancer. The link will be in the show notes. Oh, oh all right. Perfect. We're going to put a link to the the website. Thank you, Ed, for doing that. And um, But that great cause. Help those guys out. Nothing worse than the... Hearing a kid get coming with the leukemia and any type of childhood cancer, just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. You can catch us, catch the video on Facebook and YouTube, catch the audio on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and other catches. On social media, find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at PitLifeBBQ. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your questions and comments to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit the share button. Spread the word. And uh, if that's it, keep the smoke until rolling. next week, keep the smoke rolling. and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.